people do it it's so very cool. but i thought about you thank you thank you you know, appreciate it welcome to the recognition this is the chit chat with trisha the return of the chit chat uh trisha it's november 1st it's a crazy time to be an hr person and i know that it's um it's a struggle on a lot of fronts but i think just spending a little bit of time maybe like naming all the things that are happening right now with open enrollment and people and um you know the recruiting environment all the things so just thought we'd do a little chit chat a little sit down and have you open your heart a little bit and talk a little bit about what's going on and and hopefully this will be relatable to the other people that are listening sure yeah i'm sure i can uh resonate with with my peers here but it, it's funny i was coming into this booth and i stopped and saw an employee and they were like oh i'm so glad open enrollment's done for you and and i kind of chuckled and uh just because it, it doesn't close for us right I, I think the idea for employees is like oh man i got my i got my enrollments done i can move on i don't have to worry about that anymore and for us kind of behind the scenes it's a lot of cleaning that data it's a lot of you know last minute type of questions or curveballs or um, things that are supposed to go right don't ever go right. I mean, we anticipate that. We we know it every open enrollment. And I think that's why every HR professional really doesn't look forward to it. We we know things are not going to go as planned and, and we anticipate that. But, um, you know, for, for leaders that like to have really great work and and want to perform well, it's it's disappointing when things don't go perfectly, right? So, for us, it's just a lot of the back-end work right now. We're, we're changing carriers. Um, we're uploading new data to new um, portals. We're getting new contracts. And, and all that is moving uh, pretty quickly because of obviously needing to get that information in so our employees can have insurance right away on November 1st. So, yeah, it's been open enrollment. I mean, it's, um, it's a struggle for us. We had um, – Coming in, we had a, a 27% increase to our insurances. So as everyone's talking about inflation, uh, you know, that doesn't insulate us, us from medical insurance too, right? So when you're faced with such a, a large increase, um, one thing that a lot of people don't know is when you go to the market to try to reduce those rates, um, the other carriers will say, before I tell you how much, I want to see what your uh, current provider is is going to give you. So we have to show then, right, that we're going to have this large increase, and then they kind of bid on our business. So, um, so that's difficult, and it, it's been hard on me. You know, we do uh, pulse surveys, so certainly I've gotten um, the heat of of our insurance. Um, you know, starting to not be as competitive, and it's something I take very personally because. Um, the culture of our company I take very personally. So it's been hard. Um, we want to continue to be a, a best and brightest and a great place to work and provide really great benefits. Um, but we are, you know, spending almost a million dollars, quarter, uh, three quarters of a million in our medical benefits alone. So that's the second largest spend behind our salaries for employees. So to continue to have that go up and continue to be competitive is is difficult right now. So that's just a, a little bit, I think, of the the burden that we are um, carrying right now is is professionals in HR. But 
what's been nice is I'm just coming off of a really great meeting with um, Sherm's executive network, HR Unite, and my Sherm kind of all in the last week and a half. And without me being able to share that, I've been able to hear from my peers of, of what's going on with them. And it's a really great opportunity for me just to hear that I'm not alone, to hear that other companies are going through the same thing. And when we're here, when I'm here, um, sometimes we we feel insulated, like nobody really kind of really understands that. But when we're able to connect with other individuals going through the same, it feels like, okay, like it's all right. Other people are, are they get it, they understand. And um, so that's been, that's been helpful. Yeah. And I was, you know, shoulder to shoulder with you at, at Michigan Sherman. We were going through trying to get your portal stood up and your HRIS and just like the ongoing stress that's in the background as you're trying to, you know, network and, and see your, really your, your friends, right? Your, your tribe and, and hang out and engage with the content and the things that are going on. There's stuff back at the office that is either breaking or, or not working. Uh, like how, how do you compartmentalize that and still like take it in stride and, and still put the communications out to your, your team members? Um, sort of the, the duck on the pond, right? Is that everything's okay above the pond yet, yet the, the little flippers down below are like furiously paddling to try to keep the thing afloat? Yeah, good question. Uh, it's something that it just takes intentionality, right? And effort all the time. I mean, it's, it's constant like um, hype ups of myself and um, knowing that this too shall pass, right? We're, we're going through a difficult time, but there's, you know, uh, over hundred and some people that are relying on me. And um, so I just got to keep moving and um, doing the best that I can. So I think that that is really what matters um, is for me is, you know, I, I do give a hundred and ten percent. I mean, I'm in a, I'm in a profession I, I care deeply about. I can't imagine doing other things. Sometimes I, I get those type of questions, uh, especially on LinkedIn, but um, I'm in a, I'm in a role that I really love in a profession I care about. So um this will pass. It's difficult. People are going to be upset. Employees will never fully understand what's underneath, um, you know, the duck on the top. There's there's a lot going on, um, especially for us. We're, we're a person down in HR, which I think, again, a lot of my peers can understand. So um, there's a lot of stressors going on. Um, but I, you know, I would tell anybody that is saying, oh, you know, HR is not functioning well or whatever, um, that, that feedback you know, tough as it is to be, I, I can tell you we're still giving our 110%. We do really care. We're doing the best we can. There's a lot of things that are are happening that people um, don't see the details on. But um, I think when you find leaders that really care about the profession, that's what matters most. And, um, and, and I hope that for all organizations, I hope that they have leaders that really care about their people because most times you'll never know that we're behind the scenes rooting for people and we're rooting for change and we're rooting for so many things that sometimes never come about, but we are the cheerleaders behind the scenes so much. Um, so it is important to, to be the cheerleader in front of people too. So That's so awesome. And speaking of behind the scenes, you were both recently at annual planning, something that I wouldn't have you know any insight into. So I'm just wondering... What is in store for 2023 on the HR side? Um, what are some things that came out of that? I know that's, I'm sure there's a lot to unpack there, but what are some of those big things that um, you're looking forward to in 2023? 
Oh, things I'm looking forward to in 2023. I, you know, just the talent, uh, I think really gets me excited about um, the talent we've brought on and the talent to come. I'm a big, um, it's not the great resignation, it's the great reshuffle. And I think I, maybe I've even mentioned it on this podcast. I mean, we've gotten some really great talent um, and I'm looking forward to that. Part of our planning is is what positions do we um, are we creating for the year ahead and how will they help our team and how will they energize our, our company and our culture? And so that really gets me excited is, is finding those, um, those new talents to, to join our team. But on top of that, yeah, how, I mean, it's back to benefits, right? How do we continue to be, um, competitive? What are the new and different things that other companies are offering? What's, what's the new and upcoming? I mean, those are things that are constantly, you know, going through my head and that I'm taking demos on and that I'm having conversations with and, um, yeah, what's new, different, and, and how do we how do we help? How do we increase the 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 culture and the community that we feel at work? So this is probably a, a small town question, just being in West Michigan. But like, what's your take on the heat of the applicant market? Uh, I know we have several open positions. Like, what's that experience looking like? Is that changing from maybe earlier in the year? Is it settling down now? What what's your take on on people that are applying to our open positions? I do feel a sense that it's settling down a bit. Um, I think, uh, you know, unfortunately, as, as people are getting maybe more cautious about the time ahead and the uncertainty and potentially the economy, I think people are a little bit more apt to, to stay maybe where they're at a little bit or... Um, yeah, it, it seems like it's the heat is a little bit off. We're seeing more, um, more good quality candidates that are you know kind of around for a minute or two longer than before when you had to make a, a quick snap decision. Um, so I, I feel like it's improving a little bit from an employer standpoint. Um, so it's good for us. You were sharing some funny stories about people that were applying for jobs. Do you have any funny stories either recently or even the ones that you're telling me about? folks that have been applying to jobs? Uh, you know, I don't know about funny stories. I think that no different than any other company, we, we get a lot of applicants that, you know, this is their dream job, but they, you know, currently are, aren't there yet. I don't have the skill set there yet. Um, you know, we, we see some crazy things like people applying with their work email address. And that for, for me is kind of a dead giveaway of someone that's <laughs> probably not a, not a great fit for us. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we see all kinds of things. I, I, I love the, uh, the sharing of, of stories that we do at, at HR type of events of, of what's happening and yeah, different types of stories. Like to keep it close knit. Yeah, right? we do. Get, we do. Those jokes. Uh, so um, really significant question for you here. When is an appropriate time to put up your Christmas tree? Oh, uh, for myself, it is the day after, uh, Thanksgiving. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'd have to agree with that one. Dude, Definitely. You got to let Thanksgiving be what it is and appreciate that season of, you know, thanks. Yeah, whatever. So here's what I think. <laughs> I think once you get past spooky season, you're straight into joyful holiday season. Mm. So to me, it is tree up the day after Halloween, November 1st. In fact, even Christmas music. You know why? Because, and this is probably true for most families. If it's going to be a big family get together, it's either Thanksgiving or Christmas. Is it the same? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I mean, you I might know. as well have like a Christmassy feeling if you're gathering around for Thanksgiving, right? 
I guess. I, maybe it's also because my birthday is the last day of November, so I kind of don't want my birthday to be overshadowed by the big hype of Christmas. You know, I got to have that time. Kay Savona you can, at Recognition.com. <laughs> send those birthday wishes. Yep, send them my way. <laughs> my wife also has a holiday birthday, December 30th, so it does need to be mm. compartmentalized. Like, this is Christmas. Cut it out. Birthday. Cut it. Now New into New Year's. Year's Eve. Wow. Yes. I, I like the idea of the the thankfulness. I, I think I also have a November birthday, but uh, I like November. T. Like, Heisinger. <laughs> and then Christmas is, uh, you know, a little bit about the people. It's a little bit about retail, you know, that holiday season. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm for the compartmentalizing just a little bit. You mentioned that you're a Black Friday shopper. I am. Yes. Kaylee, are you a Black Friday shopper? Uh, not really. A little bit more of a Cyber Monday, I guess. Okay. But okay. I've done it once or twice. It's kind of stresses me out a little. <laughs> so funny. I almost feel like that's like a generational type of thing, right? Like my earliest memory I can remember of my mom taking me to, you know, this long line at Toys R Us wrapped around the building. And I was, yeah, who knows how old, you know, I was. But um, yeah, so now it's it's less about the actual shopping and just spending time with my mom. And we have a great lunch and we get coffee. And, Aww. yeah, well, of course, we'll shop a little bit. But it's it's not, like, so hyper-focused on what the deals are. It's just a, a really great day to spend with my mom. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah. So you don't, like, wake up or not go to bed? Like oh, some I people, certainly you know, wake, wake up. up at, like, 3 in the morning? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's oh, yeah. crazy. 3 That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 3 a.m. by 3.30, I'm usually picking her up. So I, I get... I don't even Hardly think it's sleep. necessary anymore, right? Don't people start like the day before? It's not. But like, yeah, it does start like at midnight well, or the day before. Things are different now because they've closed on Thanksgiving. A lot of places since COVID have now closed on Thanksgiving. So it used to, you know, the OGs like us would get mad because they were open on Thanksgiving. <laughs> but now you're not seeing so much of that. So it is kind of back to that very early morning. But for me, I just I can't sleep the night before. I'm excited about it. It's something I look forward to, special time with uh, with my mom. So, yeah. So sweet. What TV are you watching? Uh, we just started watching House of the Dragon, and I forgot how completely gory uh, that show is. Mm -hmm. so. <laughs> so good, though. I can't believe we have to wait a year and a half or so. Hopefully not that long for the next season. It's crazy. But really good. Are you into a book right now? Am I into a book right now? Uh, funny enough, I'm coloring Right now, I think I shared with you my coloring book. Um, it's an HR coloring book and all kind of a, the crazy sayings. So um, as I need to relax my mind a little bit, it kind of gives me uh, a little bit of an outlet. So I have a, a little HR uh, maybe we should plug what the name of that is. I, I can't remember, but it's a specific to HR coloring. And it cracks me up every time I uh, just kind of doodle on it. And that's kind of my outlet right now. The HR, uh, the HR Life coloring book is put out by Rolling Donut Press. So rollingdonutpress.com. Hilarious. Coloring books. Uh, I think my favorite saying out of that, I don't care, we're going we're gonna to share it. Uh, <laughs> of course you have a question. Like it's just, it's <laughs> so, it is so HR-y. Uh, it's incredible. Is it? I, I just, it's <laughs> like the, the sass that comes with some of these sayings is like, yes! I love that. Well, Trisha, thanks again for, for spending some time with us and, you know, sharing some of that, that frustration, that stress that is likely affecting, you know, other HR leaders um, that are listening. So thank you. 
You're welcome. But there's also a lot of good, right? It's just just frustration and stress. It's the excitement of the upcoming year. And um, yes, it's it's a difficult season. But I mean, I guess I would encourage people to find their tribes, get connected, find the others that are going through the same thing. And just know you're not alone through a, through a difficult time, but there's better days ahead and you got this. Awesome. Thanks, Trisha. Thanks for joining us today. And special thanks to The Fracture and Jay Matthews for their original music. Stay tuned for more episodes coming out every week that will touch on the topics that are important to HR and people leaders like you. If you have any recommendations or feedback, or if you are looking to partner on creating a more engaging recognition program, you can contact us at podcast at And as always, thank you.